no, no. We're the wolves of Ball Street. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to leave that totally out of context because it's more fun that way. Uh-huh. But anyway, welcome to another episode of Screen Fix News, where we will give you the latest movie news. Also, look for our episode later in the week. We are going to do our regular Screen Fix of... The Meg. How many shark fins did you give that one? Two out of five. Two out of five shark fins. Mm -hmm. So obviously with me, as always, is the co-host carries the show. Say hi to everybody, Lady Wan. Hey there. What have you been up to? Have you done anything film related or tell me anything at all that you did? Uh, maybe you finally got the baked Cheetos out of the studio vending machine that have been there since episode 23. <sighs> They're taunting <Yeah>. me. God. <laughs> No matter how many cheddar cheese and peanut butter crackers that I buy to fall on it, it just, it it will not come out. Mm -mm. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, the, the quest for baked Cheetos persists, but I actually just went to my parents' house this morning to take pictures of the back of my high school bedroom door and all the movie stubs that are on it because my dad would not throw it away until I had documented it. Were there any goodies back there? Were there any, I mean, oh my gosh. any that you went, wow. I saw that. Um, basically all of them, but <laughs> there was so many stubs from when I saw Pirates of the Caribbean because I saw it like 12 times. What? I was obsessed with Johnny Depp. Like, it was problematic. Oh my goodness. There's like just stubs all around his face from all the times I saw those movies because I have pictures of him as Captain Jack Sparrow all over my door because I was a gross 17-year-old girl. Ew. But you have heard of me. <laughs> There's a lot though. There's... There's some goodies. I didn't know Captain Jack Sparrow was like a, a high school girl sex symbol. Um, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> a character modeled after Keith Richards. That's what you. That's what you're going for. I don't know. I was super into it. Like super okay. into it. It's very weird. I'm not comfortable with this anymore, especially since it's Johnny Depp. Like it's even worse now. Oh, I amber heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... How about, how about we just dive right into our movie news here? Yes, please. Let's change we the topic. We usually start out with some trailers. Why don't we uh, go mm -hmm. ahead and jump into our first trailer here for What Men Want, which is a gender-swapped reboot of What Women Want, the Mel Gibson film from... 2000. And this one is going to star Taraji P. Henson. It mm -hmm. also has, from what we can see, Tracy Morgan. Max Greenfield. Pete Davidson popped in there. But here it is. Here's the trailer. What men want. I'm so sick of this boys club. Every day is payday. You don't connect well with men. Just stay in your lane. I don't trust women who don't get dudes. Like I don't trust a man with no eyebrows and too many keys. I know someone you should talk to. I can help you connect with men. Why don't we have some tea? This smells like dirt. Oh, that's just jasmine tea. If you don't count the weed and the peyote and the crack. Welcome back, Miss Davis. Thank God this one didn't die on me. Starting today, no more drinking at work. Hey, that's too much information. I didn't say anything. I feel weird after last night. Yeah, that's what happens when tequila meets desperation. Okay, stop saying things you shouldn't be saying to your boss. Holy crap, can you hear my inner thoughts? I can hear your inner thoughts! Ah! She gave me this tea. And you drank it? She said to. I thought black people stopped drinking tea after Get Out. So, 
So in the original, Mel Gibson was just a womanizer who... Yeah, he was gross. Hits his head, right? He hits his head? Mm. Hit, mm-hmm. Gets electrocuted and then got, hits his head. Gets electrocuted and hits his head as because yeah. one of them is just is not enough. Uh, gets electrocuted, yeah, hits his head, and suddenly he can hear women's thoughts. This one, it looks like Taraji P. Henson's character drinks some voodoo tea and then hits her head. So we got the, the yeah. we got the double whammy again. Combo. With <laughs> the combo. <laughs> and she can hear what men think. This time though, mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's character had a clear character arc. He was a womanizer who suddenly can hear women's thoughts, so he starts to sympathize with women. And it makes him a better partner. It makes him a, a better father. It it, mm-hmm. it changes him for the better. So you see him go through his whole arc. Uh, this yes. one. He learns lessons. Right. I don't, I'm not seeing the clear lesson here uh, other than it's a woman trying to break through the boys club is kind of yeah. what I'm getting from it. Yeah. So uh, what did you think of this trailer? What men want? Go ahead, Lady One. Let us know. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty interesting that a man can hear a woman's thoughts and become a better person and a woman can hear men's thoughts and just get a job promotion. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's that. That that is the there she is getting absolutely no insight into these men. She's just like, "Oh, they were looking at that girl's butt." Like, "Well, no shit they weren't." I don't I don't know. There's absolutely no insight. She's using it to win a poker game. What you doing at the big boys table, huh? Two grand. I'm bluffing these fools. I'm missing real housewives. Shaq finally has a winning hand. Why am I thinking in the third person? I smell toast. Am I having a stroke? Wait, I have toast in my pocket. Whew. Like, that, that's it. There's, she's not, like, learning about the inner workings of men. Like, what men want is not a question I've ever, like, deeply pondered. Like, it's pretty clear what you guys are after. Whoa. Like, oh. <laughs> I actually was laughing really hard at this trailer. I thought a lot of it was yeah, really funny. It is funny. Aside from the fact that the plot seems a little bit thin, it was very funny. I was yeah. laughing throughout the whole thing. I was like, man, this is some sharp writing. Other than one fart joke that I thought was kind of stupid, but... A little weak. I can only hear men's thoughts. That cloud you're walking through? That's my farts. Yeah. If there's any insights to glean about men just from this trailer, like... <laughs> Men just kind of sound like dumb animals. Like just base level creatures. Right. Like we're basically all <laughs> lizard brain. It's it's yeah. it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Like the, when the guy checks out the waitress and she like knocks him in the balls with a pool cue. Like he didn't say or do anything inappropriate to that waitress. So if we knocked a dude in the balls every time he had an inappropriate thought about a woman, like the human race would cease to exist because you'd all be sterile from blunt force trauma. <laughs> It's true. It can't, we can't. You can't be punished for your thoughts if you didn't do anything. But, like, yeah. So it, it's a funny joke, but like, I hope it's not too much of that. Because oh my god, men come it's, across as just overtly sexual or evil or very simple. Like that's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Weird. Those are the three options, and maybe I was laughing so hard at it because I was like, "Mm-hmm, they got it right." <laughs> yeah. Our next trailer has Oscar bait written all over it. It is a, not that Oscar bait is a bad thing. Like, I feel like uh-huh. that's become like a dirty word, Oscar bait. But uh, this movie looks great. In fact, I've, I've never seen Viggo Mortensen quite like this. Right? In fact, this is a film with Viggo Mortensen and Mark. Mahershala Ali, who won the Academy Award for Moonlight, is in this movie. He's going to win his second one. What do you think? Mm, could be. Viggo? Is Viggo winning for this? Anyway, here is our trailer. This is for the film Green Book. 
Yeah. Some guy called over here, a doctor. He's looking for a driver. You interested? I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour in the Deep South. What other experience do you have? Public relations. Do you foresee any issues in working for a black man? You and the Deep South? There's gonna be problems. Come on, get out now. You never win with violence. You only win when you maintain your dignity. You don't know your own people. You, Mr. Big Shot, doing concerts for rich people. So if I'm not black enough, and if I'm not white enough, then tell me, Tony, what am I? Gripping, emotional, issues of race, all in here. Um, so uh, Viggo Mortensen is kind of this, uh, not kind of, Viggo Mortensen is a rough around the edges uh, Italian guy. Was that what he is? Was he yes. Italian? Tony. He's from the Bronx. He, a rough around the edges Italian from the Bronx. He's driving Dr. Don Shirley, who is played by Mahershala Ali. He is a world-class pianist, and he is on a concert tour, taking him from New York to the Deep South. The green book aspect is they're relying on this green book, which guides them to the establishments that are safe for African-Americans at that time. Mm-hmm. So the 60s. Viggo Mortensen has preconceived notions about, you know, black people. Tell me that don't smell good. I've never had fried chicken in my life. You people love the fried chicken. You have a very narrow assessment of me, Tony. Yeah, right? I'm good. Dr. Don Shirley might be unlike any black person that he's ever met. He recognizes the genius of Dr. Shirley as an artist. Anyone can sound like Beethoven. But your music, what you do, only you can do that. Looks like they're slowly going to break down some some racial barriers on this trip down south. So uh, what did you think about this one? Lady Wan, Green Book, what'd you think? I think these look like some amazing performances and like a really, really good movie. But I don't understand how this is coming from Peter Farrelly. Right. The, <laughs> do, the of Bobby and Peter Farrelly fame, of course, uh, directors of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Uh, there's something about Mary. Me, myself, and Irene. What's that? What's that bad twins one? The, oh, the conjoined twins uh, one. I liked that one. <laughs> With, I really oh. was into Matt Damon at the time. Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and Cher. Don't forget Cher. Stuck on you. And, you know, a number of those crazy, <laughs> vulgar, dumb, dumb goof, goofy comedies. So, so here we go. This is going to be... Obviously, this looks very serious. But this looks... This looks fantastic. Are you looking forward to this one, Lady One? Yes, I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited to see it. Let's move on to our next trailer. This trailer is insane. It is a film called An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn. <laughs> and let's just play this because it's bizarre. Welcome to An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn. There's an event tomorrow night at the hotel. An event? Remember the man in the plaid hat? Mr. Beverly. Beverly's a woman's name. No. It is a Scottish woman's name. Mm. Mm. I don't know what this event is, but Lulu's gone missing. Drive! Can anybody hear me? I'm trapped under the ice. Who is Beverly Laughlin? Let's do this. Are you trying to rob me, man? Although I don't know quite what's going on, I'm having a great time, Lulu. And you nailed it with these cheesy onion rings. Mm. Okay, so if you're confused by that, uh, you should be. It's just a lot of weird wigs and Craig Robinson 
kind of yelping nonsense. Craig Robinson plays our uh, titular Beverly Luff Lynn, yeah. who is a uh, magician. He is, but like I don't see anything happening. It's so weird. Okay, this this film is so strange that I'm just gonna read the official synopsis. Please do. <laughs> okay, ready. After getting fired from her scheming husband Shane Danger from his cappuccino shop, dissatisfied Lulu Danger is stunned when a TV commercial for An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn for One Magical Night Only reveals a mysterious man from her past. When Shane and his bumbling cohorts steal the cash box from Lulu's adopted vegan brother, Adjay, specialist Colin enters the fray to retrieve the stolen funds. But Lulu seizes the opportunity to run off in search of her mystery man, and events only become stranger from there. This is a story of love, theft, athletic swimming, and magical, magical events. (laughs) If you want something goofy and absurd that may or may not actually make much sense. Yep. This is the movie for you. I do have to say that it's got Aubrey Plaza and Jermaine Clement, who look like they spend a lot of screen time together. So that might be a really great pairing. I need you to protect me, okay? If I can do that. Good. The mystery of Colin is deepening. Go deeper, if you dare. The cast is very exciting to me, as long as I ignore the presence of Emile Hirsch. Um, That looks really, really cool, like a a great group of people that I want to go on a weird ride with. But this whole movie or this whole trailer just feels like a dream I would have had if I ate mushrooms and fell asleep in front of NBC on a Thursday night in 2000. (laughs) Like, it's very specific. (laughs) I have a story about Emile Hirsch. I I actually used to work in Los Angeles on movies. I don't just podcast randomly. I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're a you're a sports podcaster who just likes movies. I have multiple interests. <laughs> I'm a complex individual. <laughs> so when I was working in Los Angeles, this was uh, this is about 2003. I was uh, working on a movie, Imaginary Heroes, and it had Emil Hirsch in it. And I remember they asked me to go get him, and he was over in this like holding area with a whole bunch of like other cast members and some extras around him, and he was just. Emil Hirsch thought he was the most sexy, charming motherfucker around, right? He just did. The extras were all fawning over him, and I was like, Emil, Emil? And I, I walked up to him, and I actually had to physically, like, tap him on the shoulder. And he was sitting on, like, a really low chair, and I was standing up, and I was directly behind him. And all he did was lean his head back, stick his tongue out, and go, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy sucks. He like fully assaulted like this lady. He's also fully assaulted people. So Yeah. No, he's a he's a monster of a human, but I guess he's got to work. So anyway, off kilter, strange tale, an evening with Beverly Lynn. It looks wild. Maybe you'll check it out. Maybe not. Am I looking forward to the event? It will be magical. 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 So those are our trailers. Let's dive into an interesting piece of news here that we can talk about. Is the end of the actor inching closer and closer? What? And we've already got CGI characters, Mm -hmm. but people complain about the uncanny valley, right? Like there's something off about it, right? Yeah. And about how practical effects, even puppets, still come across as kind of realistic. Mm -hmm. So what if we got rid of the uncanny valley and combined AI with something like a puppet, but not a puppet, a robot. Robot man. What if we have a robot star? Well, there's a director out there, everyone. Who's ready to do this? Director Tony Kay, 
who directed American History X. Much controversy on that set, by the way. He wants to cast a robot in his next film, which is going to be Second Born. Uh, he's also stated that he hopes the robot gets uh, SAG recognition. Unions are important. <laughs> First of all, let's let's just talk about this movie, Second Born. He wants to make a sequel to an indie comedy called First Born, which stars Val Kilmer, Tom Berenger, Greg Gunberg, William Baldwin, and Denise Richards as well. But this indie comedy, First Born, which isn't even out yet, and he did not direct. Okay. Um. So is he... <sighs> Is this guy just yeah. nuts? So there is some info that, uh, uh, I mean, this isn't the first time that a director has wanted to use a robot. Uh, Stanley Kubrick wanted to use an actual robot to play the Haley Joel Osment character mm -hmm. in AI. That didn't come to fruition. Will it come to fruition here? Is this just some s dumb story that is going to pop up now and we're never going to hear anything about it and he's just someone just throwing out his wild whims and now it's news. But if it does happen... If a robot is cast in this movie, are, are, are you going to see this just to see what this is all about, this robot thing? And will the Screen Actors Guild rise up and say no to robo-actors? <laughs> what do you think, Lady Wan Go? I mean, this is super creepy. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. It's a really odd choice. But also, is this like the only alternative we have to finding out later that like some beloved actor is actually a monster? Is if they're a robot, they can't do anything wrong. Why are robots monsters? <laughs> You're already getting robotists, cysts. I don't know what the word is. Uh, ooh, mm, nope, I don't have one. I thought I did. So anyway, people are already having sex, robots. Is it so? <laughs> is it so is weird that to watch so one casually? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think it's not weird that people are having sex with robots. That's also weird. But what about the sex workers that that robot is taking money out of their pockets? Out of their stockings? What is happening? All right, so are you okay or are you not okay with, with robot actors? I'm pretty not okay with robot, like, anything. Other than, like, vacuum cleaners, that's fine. <laughs> Let's just keep it to the Roomba. I like my Roomba. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, there's other problems with, with robot actors. Robot. I mean, I mean, it's going to stop in the middle of takes to have to install updates. <laughs> <laughs> Director's going to have to constantly be hitting, like, remind me in 15 minutes <laughs> until the shooting day is done. Can we get one more take before we install this next update? <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, my God. Why don't you come in and join this last segment? Okay, here you want Sure. Prosecco. <laughs> We have our old pal, Torpedo. Say hi, Torpedo. Hi. Torpedo. There she is. The rasp is back. The rasp yeah. is back. Full force. So this year's highest grossing actress is Scarlett Johansson. She's so hot. <laughs> Last year's was Emma Stone, but uh, ScarJo uh, made $40.5 Get a girl. <laughs> this year and um it's four times the amount that she made last year that's awesome good for her and she's only been in three films this year and one of them was like voice acting rough night isle of dogs and avengers infinity war but it was mostly avengers infinity war right like yeah. i've never heard of the other two movies <laughs> don't say that on this pod <laughs> so anyway <laughs> 
so yeah so it's it's got to be infinity war money but also a lot of these actors in these these movies uh some of the the bigger ones in these marvel movies they take back end points so they get a percentage of the gross and scarjo has been in like three movies that have made over a billion worldwide all that back end money is coming in and she's making huge bucks right now so you know say what you want about she hasn't had a black widow film yet she's doing a fraction of that work and making all the money good for her crazy money that's like the best (laughs) so Mm -hmm. are you a scarlett johansson fan torpedo i am (laughs) she's beautiful she's talented she can sing she can act full package right there who wants who doesn't want that she's got that raspy voice just like you yeah i love her <laughs> you guys are kindred. What 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 about you, uh, Lady One? Are you a, a ScarJo fan? I mean, I'm not as into her as Torpedo is, <laughs> but I guess that's hard to to match. That's a lot of enthusiasm. But no, she's good. I'm a little irritated with her over the the whole previous movie that I've forgotten the name of right now, which makes for a really terrible sentence. Yeah, the uh, the well, the one where she was going to play the the transgender. Correct. That was she was being real shitty about that. But I guess I'd be an oh, asshole man. if I had forty million dollars too. Our second place uh, uh, actress this year is Angelina Jolie. She pulled in 28 million. How do you think she did that, Torpedo? I don't know. How did she do that? Uh, apparently, she was paid an upfront check for Maleficent 2, enough apparently to get her number two. You're our Disney person. <laughs> Are you clamoring for M- Maleficent 2? And do you think Angelina Jolie is, is worth this kind of this big scratch? I don't know. That's a lot of money. Did you see Maleficent 1? I did. I thought she was so pretty when I was younger. Like Maleficent. She was beautiful. I didn't like Sleeping Beauty. She was, I thought she was boring. <laughs> <laughs> you were a Disney villain person, though, weren't you? Absolutely. Ursula is my favorite. She currently is my favorite. She's such a drag queen. She's the best. And don't <laughs> underestimate the importance of a body language. <laughs> <laughs> so our next person that rounds out this list, our number three person is also surprising, Jennifer Aniston. Still making that Friends money. Seriously, the Friends? Mm-hmm. Good for her. Jennifer Lawrence at number four. Reese Witherspoon, number five. For what? Uh, Big Little Lies and A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, Wrinkle in Time sucks. Uh, Mila Kunis. Julia Roberts. Kate Blanchett. Melissa McCarthy. She's funny. And Gal Gadot. She's hot too. Are you saying that hotness equals money? A lot of it is, yeah. I mean, half of these roles, they choose attractive women to pull in the men. So... There are a crazy amount of really attractive women on this list making all the money. (laughs) It's a list of actresses. They're all crazy attractive. Makeup does wonders also. It's magical. <laughs> Maybe a lot of that money should go to the makeup artists. It should. Have you seen these people with no makeup on? Jesus. <laughs> that is a list of the highest paid actresses. It's pretty cool that ScarJo is on there. Thank you for stopping in, Torpedo. No problem. Anytime. I don't live here. At the studio. She definitely lives here. Did you manage to fish out the baked Cheetos that are in the, in the vending machine in the studio? I have secrets. I know how to get things. She's lying. They're still in there. I just saw them. All right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, that's our news for this week. Why don't you send us home, Lady Wan? If you'd like to reach us here at the show, you can send an email to ScreenFixPod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ScreenFixPod. And we're on Facebook, too, at ScreenFixPodcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Libsyn, Google Play, Stitcher, 
and of course, Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We would truly appreciate it. And uh, tell a friend. We also have a Patreon account. Um, if you'd like to donate to the show, we like to keep the show going as long as we can. And uh, we also have dreams of opening a one-screen theater to be the home of podcasting and film festivals and marathons and all kinds of really fun stuff. By the way, uh, Lady One, I know we talked about Uh-oh. robots today, and um, I have something that maybe I haven't uh, told you about. Okay. I am Jay Sonic, the robot. <laughs> I have been a robot the entire time. Everything that I have said has been fed to me by Disney and other studios. I actually have no thoughts. I also have been used as a sex bot. I'm not proud of my past. Wait, you're actually a robot? I, I'm. Yes, I am. I was the robot to infiltrate this podcast. I'm being run by Fox. Well, now we must we must compete in a robot battle to the death. <laughs>